Most Christians are familiar with the imagery and implications of the Heavenly Father, God, getting a bride for His Son, the Lord Jesus. But what of the Holy Spirit? The Bible tells us that God is a spirit, and no man has seen God at any time. And yet, the Holy Spirit is symbolized throughout Scripture in many ways. In this study, Seeing the Spirit in the Scriptures, we will discover pictures of the invisible God. Let's join Evangelist Scott Pauley now and get better acquainted with the person and work of the Holy Spirit. Aren't you grateful that you're breathing today? It beats the alternative, right? If you're breathing right now, it means that you're alive. But where did you get that breath? That breath came from God Almighty, who gave the first man the breath of life and made him a living soul. And by the way, every breath you take ought to be a reminder, a reminder that your life is in God's hands. That's why the psalmist said, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. We're seeing the Spirit in the Scriptures. We're, we're looking at these divine pictures given to us to help us know the Holy Spirit of God. Now, the first that we saw in Genesis chapter 1 was the dove brooding, hovering, moving on the face of the waters. But today, uh, we add to this great picture book uh, the picture of breath or of wind, uh, essential to life, the, the very essence of life. And the first mention, of course, is in Genesis chapter 2. So we've moved a page. Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 7 says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So the first mention of breath is connected to life. Uh, we see it here in Adam. It was absolutely essential. Now, what we see in the natural realm in Genesis, we see in the spiritual realm in the New Testament, the, the fulfillment. Dr. Frank Sells used to talk about seed form truth and then fully developed form. Well, the seed form is God gave breath, his spirit to Adam to make him a living soul. And uh, then when you come to the New Testament, John chapter 3 and verse number 8, we get the parallel to that. As our Lord Jesus spoke to Nicodemus, you remember the context, John chapter 3 and verse number 8 tells us a little more about the life-giving power of God. You see, the one who gives birth is also the one who gives new birth. Listen to John 3 verse 8. Immediately after saying you must be born again, he says, The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. As surely as the Father breathed into Adam the breath of life, the second Adam now breathes into his, his new believer the breath of life. John chapter 20, verse number 22, uh, the Lord Jesus came to his disciples, and the Bible says he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. You see, the Holy Spirit has always been symbolized by breath, by wind, by life. Only God can give that. Only the Lord Jesus Christ can bring that into your life as a living reality. But I want you to know, if you have spiritual life today, it's because the Holy Spirit breathed God's eternal life into you. On the day of Pentecost, do you remember? Uh, what was the sign? The Bible says that there was a mighty rushing wind 
from heaven. Uh, don't, don't miss the picture. Don't miss the typology, the symbolism. Uh, way back in the Old Testament, Ezekiel chapter 37, you remember the valley of dry bones? Can these bones live again? All the bones came together, and then God said to his prophet Ezekiel, prophesy to these bones. And when he started preaching the word to the bones, when he spoke God's truth to the bones, God's breath, God's wind, God's life came into those bones, and suddenly they were alive. I'm telling you that only by the work of God, only by the word of God, only by the Son of God can the Holy Spirit begin to breathe life into those who are dead. Uh, Here is life for the soul. Maybe you're listening to me right now, and you're still dead. You're a dead man. You're a dead woman. You're a walking dead person, but you're dead in your trespasses and sins. I want you to know you can't make yourself live. And nobody else can make you live. Nobody can give you eternal life. But God can and God will if you will trust him. If you will come to the God of life, if you will today repent and believe the gospel, put your faith in Jesus Christ alone for your soul's salvation, he will give you the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit of God will bring God's life into your soul. Uh, That's not just a principle for lost people. That's a principle for all of God's people. Uh, you're a believer listening to me right now, and uh, your, your inner man just feels like it's drying up, uh, like uh, your, your soul seems dead. I want you to know only the Holy Spirit can breathe freshness and life. Only the Holy Spirit can bring fresh life into a body of believers, into a local New Testament church. Uh, John Henry Newman once said, give your church some fresh air and it will live. I like that. Well, I want you to know the fresh air must be the, the wind of the Holy Spirit, the work of the Spirit of God in our hearts and in our lives. So this symbol is one that everybody around the world can understand. You can't see wind, but everybody knows what it is. Uh, you can't make the wind do what you want it to do. But let me tell you what you can do. You can observe the work of that wind. I like what G. Campbell Morgan said. He said, uh, you cannot organize a revival, but you can set your sails to catch the wind of the Spirit when he chooses to blow from heaven. You can't control the Holy Spirit, but he can control you. You can't make the wind blow. You can't make the the air uh, move. But let me tell you what you can do. You can yield yourself to God in such a way that the Holy Spirit of God will have liberty to move and work in your life and accomplish every good thing that God wants to accomplish. I'll give you one more picture here of breath and wind uh, being representative of the Holy Spirit. It's found in 2 Timothy chapter 3, where the Bible says in verse 16 that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. Uh, the word inspiration literally means God breathed. Uh, this, is, this is why I have such conviction about the Word of God. It's not man's book, it's God's book. Not part of it, all of it. And not just the thoughts, the words. All the words, every word. Why? Because it was breathed out by God. Man may have written it down, and we may read it and study it, but it was God who gave it. God gave the word. Well, how did that happen? Through the work of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit of God is what breathed in Adam physical life. The Holy Spirit of God is what breathes into the new believer eternal life. The Holy Spirit of God is what breathed into the church the power of, of Almighty God and the the ability to live in His abundance and fullness. And the Holy Spirit of God is what breathed 
out the very word of God that we're studying right now. Sounds to me like the Holy Spirit is God's breath or God's wind. Yes, uh, this is the life-giving power of God at work in all of our lives. Oh, I hope you're coming to see the Holy Spirit on the pages of Holy Scripture, and I hope you'll begin to see the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. In fact, why don't you just pause wherever you are today and speak to the Holy Spirit? Maybe that sounds strange to you, but he's a real person. Imagine someone coming to live in your house for many years and you never talk to them, and they never speak to you. That's unnatural. If you're a Christian, the Holy Spirit of God lives inside of you. You can speak to him. Why don't you say to the Holy Spirit today, Holy Spirit, help me understand more about what you want from my life. Holy Spirit, fill me. Uh, may, may heaven's life and power be present in my life today. And as we yield ourselves to the Holy Spirit, others will begin to see the evidence of his work in our life. You can't see the wind, but you can see the evidence of it when the wind begins to work. And the Holy Spirit wants to work in your life today. By the grace of God, may the wind blow fresh on all of our lives. May the power of God's Holy Spirit reside on us as we follow the Lord with our lives. For additional resources about the Holy Spirit, visit enjoyingthejourney.org and click on the search icon. On just the subject of the Holy Spirit, you will find dozens of links to podcasts or sermons in which Scott teaches on the Holy Spirit. Also, if you would like to hear more of Scott's Bible studies and full-length sermons, be sure to visit his YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.